You can't go home again. Princess Leia Organa I still think this is a bad idea, my attractive administrative assistant said as I reached for the door of the tent. You keep saying that, Bunny, I said, pitching my voice low so all the shoppers and merchants passing by us in the streets of the bazaar at Deva didn't hear me. We're just saying hi to the old gang. They'd expect us to. If anything, they'd be hurt if we didn't. Uh-huh. You keep saying that. She gave a toss of her short red hair. I gave up. I don't know enough women to make sweeping generalities, but I knew Bunny, and once she had her mind set on something, it was next to impossible to talk her out of it. Besides, we had reached our destination. Standing outside the narrow tent that was the headquarters of Myth, Inc., I paused for a moment to let the memories wash over me before ducking into the short entryway. This had been my home for years, my office and base of operations as the Great Skeeve, before I retired. Much of my adult life had been tied to this deceptively small abode. It was a lot bigger on the inside than it was on the outside, to quote everyone who had ever stepped inside to do business. I started to reach for the tent flap that separated the office from the outside world, but hesitated. This wasn't my home anymore. It didn't seem right to just barge inside. Instead, I turned and gave the small gong hanging on the entryway wall a light tap. Come on in, a familiar voice called from within. I felt more than saw Bunny's wince at the greeting. Back when she ran the office, she insisted that formal decorum be maintained on the premises, particularly in front of prospective clients. Obviously, things had loosened up a bit since our departure. They would probably change back again now. I pushed my way into the interior. It's a raid, I said by way of greeting. A massive mountain of a man rose from behind the reception desk. Skeeve, he roared. Hey, hey, Nunzio, it's the boss. Hi, Guido, I said with genuine pleasure. How's it going? Ignoring my outstretched hand, he swept me into a close embrace and thumped my back. Gee, it's good to see you, he declared. He held me out at arm's length and gave me a good once-over. I was pretty sure I hadn't changed much on the outside, being a tallish, skinnyish clod with blonde hair, but the inner changes were there. I hoped my friends would appreciate them. Look who's here, cuz. His cousin, Nunzio, a smaller and slighter version of Guido, joined our ranks and started to duplicate Guido's greeting. I fended him off with one hand. I'm glad to see you, Nunzio, I said. But I can only survive one of those bear-hug greetings a day. Bunny stepped forward with her arms outstretched. I'll take that hug if he doesn't want it, she said. You got it, Nunzio said in his squeaky little voice as he lifted her into the air. Bunny squealed with delight. Is, uh, is Oz around? I said. No, he's over on Purr visiting the Duchess. Guido said. The Duchess, I said. 
The Duchess was Oz's mother. I had met her on my last and only trip to Perv. I had never heard her use her real name, if she had one.